Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Open your Bibles with me, please, to Luke chapter number 10. Luke chapter number 10 and verse 17. And the 17 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice. Everybody say, rather rejoice. Rather rejoice. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Praise God. Let's give God praise one more time. Thank you for your word, Lord. Have your way, God. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, true joy. True joy. Amen. There are so many things in this life that people seek after and participate in for the purpose of obtaining happiness and joy. People pursue interests and hobbies. Some receive great joy from all the possessions they acquire and treasures as they walk this road of life. Some challenge themselves with great feats of physical strength and endurance. Amen. To give themselves satisfaction. Others are content to derive their fulfillment from family and friends. Countless, uh, countless others seek after spiritual satisfaction and enlightenment. Amen. And sadly, many never find what they're truly looking for. There's one thing that will bring true and lasting joy to the life of every man, woman, boy, and girl. Amen. And it's found in our text passage in that last verse 20. Jesus sent the 70 out into small groups. I'm going to send you out in all the towns and villages. Amen. In the surrounding area. He told them to go out and reap the harvest. He told them to go heal the sick. He gave them authority. Amen. He told them to bring peace with them. He told them to speak the kingdom of God. Amen. He warned them that they would be like lambs in the midst of wolves. And he told them, amen, what to do if they were opposed and rejected. And when they returned, I don't know how many days it was, when they returned from their mission, they were so excited. And the the first thing they said was, Lord, even the devils have to back off when we use your name. They were so thrilled and joyful with that. But Jesus saw that. Amen. Sensing that they were focusing on the wrong thing for the overall picture of the situation. Amen. And he used this opportunity to teach them one of the greatest truths of the Bible. He said, I was there when Satan fell from his failed rebellion. I saw him fall from heaven like lightning to the earth. And he was judged. 
Amen. He was demoted and cast down from his former glory because of his pride and rebellion. I saw that. I was there. And you know what, guys? He said that Satan, amen, he is still subject to me and he must obey me. Amen. And because of that, I give you as my followers power to tread on serpents and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. And so having said this, Jesus is talking to the the guys. He said, amen. Having said this, amen. I, I give that all to you. Amen. You're my disciples. You're my followers. You're my children. And I give my people the necessary tools to fight and overcome the enemy of their souls. You have authority over every spirit and over every enemy of the cross in my name. You already have that. I am he that is in you that's greater than he that's in the world. And if I be for you, nobody can be against you. Amen. If you are my true believers, I give you power and I give you authority to cast out demons in my name. And they must go. He wanted to tell them all that. He said, so don't rejoice. Amen. Don't let that be your chief joy. Don't let that be your most truest joy that the spirits are subject. That's going to happen and that's supposed to happen. He said, I want you to focus on something else. He said, but rather rejoice that your name is written in heaven. That should be the joy of your heart. That your name is in heaven where you want to go someday. That's true joy. Amen. He said in Luke 10, 20, Notwithstanding in this rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. Amen. That's the, that's the thing. That's the key. Sometimes we go on tangents and we let other things, and, and some of those things I read in the beginning, there's nothing wrong with it in, in, in the balance and scheme of things if we got our priorities right. But the most important thing in life is our name is in heaven. Amen. That's what we were created for. And the world has gotten so far away from the purpose of our existence here. But that's really what we were created for, to go to heaven and be with him. To be with our Father. To be with our Creator. There's nothing greater than that in this life. And when I think of this amazing truth, that these, these, some of these questions come to mind. First, amen, if my name is written in heaven, where, where is my name and your name written? Where are they written? The Revelation 21, 27 said, And they, there shall in no wise enter into it, talking about heaven, Anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. My name and your name, when we are in right standing with God, amen, is written in a book called the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And when our name is in that book, it represents eternal life. It represents eternal bliss. It represents eternal blessings in heaven with Jesus 
forever. Amen. And that's why it's our true joy. That's why it's our greatest accomplishment. That's why it's our best goal in life. Amen. Not to win the Olympics. Not to be the best at something. That's okay. But if my name's not in heaven, I don't care where my name else is spelled out in some other book on this earth. That's going to pass away. And that won't get me anywhere when I stand before God. My name has to be written in heaven. That is what my joy should be. Praise God. This is the greatest book of names to ever exist by far. Amen. And there's some good book of names out there, right? Amen. It's far greater than a book. Amen. And I've seen some really thick ones. And we looked at them when, the, when she was expecting. And then we thought we were expecting one. And then about four months, or I don't know, three or four months into it, hey, you got another one in there. And I'm like, whoa, two at once. Woo. Okay, this is going to be a fun ride. Amen. And, and so we got all the books, A through Z. What are we going to name them? There's a book of names. You know, names mean stuff and all that kind of stuff. But this book I'm talking about is greater than the book that you pick your kids' names out of. Amen. It's far greater than the who's who book of names, of accomplishments, of great things. You name it, whatever it is, and science, and technology, and medicine, and, and this and that, or whatever, or, or sports, or whatever. Hallelujah. It's greater than that. It's definitely greater than Santa's naughty and nice list of names. We just had that. That's over. Amen. Praise God. This list is greater. This, this, this book is greater. Amen. To have your name in the book of life is much more desired than to have your name in the history books or the world record books or the Guinness Book of World Records or whatever it is. Amen. The books, amen, the book that I'm talking about is greater than having your name in the Nobel Peace Prize book or the Pulitzer Prize book or any other prize book. Amen. The greatest prize of all of our lives is the Lamb's Book of Life. My name has to be in there. So if I die tomorrow or if I fly next week, whatever he chooses, I'll be ready to go because my name's in there. Amen. Praise God. So second question I had was, how do we, how do we have our names written in this glorious book? Amen. We can shout about it. We have, we shout about it. I feel that. Man, we just, we've already had a wonderful worship service, the power and presence of God. You feel it in this place right now. Amen. And, and already, amen, the response and the anointing is in this place. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if I just shout and praise and worship and tell you all about this great book and then say, all right, let's go eat. You're going to go, uh, uh, forgot to tell us, how do we get the name in there? Very important missing evidence there, a little step. That we get, we got to have. Amen. How do I get my name put there? Hallelujah. Glad you asked. Jesus left us step by step instructions regarding how to do it. Amen. Even Nicodemus, he was one of, amen, the chosen few that were on this high court of 
of Jewish religiousity back in those days, the Sanhedrin. It was 70 men that were handpicked and the elders that knew everything about everything about God. Amen. And yet Nicodemus saw something different about this Jesus. And he didn't go to him by day. He went to him by night because he didn't want his other buddies on the court to see him, you know, hanging rubbing shoulders with Jesus. But he knew he had to talk to him because something was different about this guy. And he went to Jesus and he talked about, you know, hey, you know, I know, that, you know, I know my, my fellow people on this Sanhedrin think you're, you're a threat and you're a nobody and you're just a, a spiritual Houdini and all this kind of stuff. But I know that the miracles you do, that you're from God. I know you are. So tell me something. And he, he didn't tell him anything. He just cut him off and he just said, amen, verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's what he told Nicodemus. And then Nicodemus is thinking in natural terms, like, wait a minute, I'm a full-grown man. How do I go back, amen, and go back to my mom and be reborn? No, no, no. It's a spiritual thing. And verse 5, he explained it a little bit more. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say to you, except a man be born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now we're getting some more information. Praise God. To be born again has to do with water and spirit. Amen. Uh-huh. Now I'm getting warm. I'm getting understanding of what's going on. And then verse number 8 kind of goes along with the spirit part of it. Amen. The wind blows and where it listeth, where it wants to, and that you hear the sound of it, but you can't tell where it's coming from or where it's going. So is everyone that's born of the Spirit. That when the Spirit comes in contact with all of us, like it was here, you don't stay quiet. You begin to praise God. You begin to, amen, worship Him. There's something that happens. Hallelujah. You begin to speak in other tongues. There's other, all kinds of things that happen. Amen. You hear a sound when the Spirit comes in contact. Amen. I encourage you to come to the Holy Ghost series starting on the 31st. We're going to talk all about the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Jesus, through Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1, he told him about the gospel. Amen. We must be born again. Amen. He told him about the gospel. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach to you which also you have received and wherein you stand, by which also ye are saved. Everybody say saved. Saved Saved means my name's going to be in heaven. Amen. When I hear the word saved, that means they got the ink going and are ready to have another name go in there. Amen. And then he said, if you keep in memory, verse 2, what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Verse 3, for I have delivered unto you, first of all, that which also I received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and how he was buried, and he, that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. I want to read that passage in the New English Translation, just to give it a little bit of uh, more clarity. Now I want to make clear to you, brothers and sisters, the gospel that I preach to you, that you received and on which you stand and by which you are being saved. If you hold firmly to the message I preach to you, unless you believed in vain, for I passed on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried that we raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the gospel. 
That's how you get your name in the, in, in the book in heaven. You obey that gospel. Amen. Death, burial, and resurrection. Hallelujah. How do, what does that translate to? What do I do with that? Amen. Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. I die like Jesus died. That's how what repentance is spiritually. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That's your burial. I'm buried with him in baptism. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he rose again the third day. That's your resurrection power. We got to die like Jesus died. Repent. We got to be buried like Jesus was buried. Be baptized in his name. We got to rise to walk in newness of life and receive the resurrection power, the Holy Ghost, like Jesus rose from the dead. Praise God. So the two main goals in my life, in your life, in everybody's life, even in the atheist life, they don't know it yet, but it's in their life too. Amen. Is for each and every one human being, first and foremost, is to do what it takes to get your name in the book. Amen. To follow that simple plan. You just read John 3, 1 Corinthians 15 and Acts 2. Amen. Just, those are just three places, but there's all kinds of other supporting scriptures and texts in the Bible to prove this beautiful truth of how to get into the kingdom of God on earth because we got to get into the kingdom, which is the church on earth, which is his body. Amen. And then we get to go to heaven someday. Praise God where the name is written. Hallelujah. And that shows us how to do it. So the first and most important goal of all of us is to get our name in the book. And the second goal is to keep our name in the book I said the second one is to keep our name in the book don't let anybody tell you that once your name's in the book there's nothing you can take it out of the book amen there is a heresy out there there is a false doctrine out there that is once saved always saved I don't know if you've ever heard of that but that's a belief out there and I've met people I've, I've debated people about that amen and I'm telling you if you don't think God has an eraser you got another thing coming amen I didn't deserve this he died for me how dare I think that after I get the name in the book I can live any old way and do any old thing and then expect it to stay up there and I'm going to heaven anyway oh no that ain't gonna happen i gotta stay under the blood i gotta stay in the name i gotta stay plugged into the body of christ and i gotta keep that name my name in this book folks god's not gonna write our name in that book unless we obey the gospel Unless we do what it takes. He already did everything he's going to do. He died for us. He became one of us and let us abuse him and, and beat him. And he died on the cross so that we could have this salvation. So he did everything. He's not putting people's names in the book willy-nilly. Amen. You've got to want to be in there. You, no one's going to wake up one day and just like, man, I went to heaven. I didn't do anything. I didn't even try. No, that ain't happening. Amen. No one's accidentally going there. You're going to go there on purpose. 
Because there's opposition to people that want to go to heaven. There's enemies with fiery darts trying to keep you from going. There's temptations and tests and trials and worldly spirits and darkness and all kinds of stuff trying to keep you. Amen. So when you want to go and you go, it's because you fought through it and you decided that was the greatest thing on planet earth. Jesus Christ. It's the true joy in my life. When I got married to my wife almost 36 years ago, that was a true joy. But not the truest. When she had those two little bundles of joy at the same time, a little three-pounder and a little four-pounder, they added up to be less than what I was when I came out by myself. I was a little, you know, little tanker guy or whatever. Amen. Those were true joys in my life. Amen. And we can look to high points, and that's good. But the truest and the greatest, amen, if I don't go to heaven, it doesn't matter if I have a wonderful marriage and great kids and a you know, good job and this or that or whatever. All that is secondary. i got to have my name in the book. i got to keep my name in the book. Amen. The Bible says, Revelation 3, 5, He that overcometh, the same, sh- the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Amen. Now, he won't blot your name out. That shows me, you know, a blotter is like an eraser, right? He's blotting his name out. Amen. When you spill something on the, on the counter and you grab some bounty paper towels and you blot it up, that stain's gone. You know, best stuff, better than Sparkle and all those other cheapos, right? Amen. But sometimes you only got a, you know, a dollar, you got to buy Sparkle. Okay, good. Whatever. You do what it takes and double it up. Praise God. But that's a blotter. Amen. And so he said, hey, if you've been washed and you overcome and your blood, your, your, your sins and your life is washed in the blood, your name won't be blotted out. It'll stay in there. It'll be permanent ink as long as you're permanently attached to God. Exodus 32, 33, this book was talked about even back in the Old Testament. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whoever, whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. That's why we got to keep sin down. we got to keep it under the blood. Amen. We're not going to be sin free. We're not going to be perfect. But we got to make it the exception. And we got to run to the Lord for, for his wonderful forgiveness and his blood to cleanse us all the time. Amen. Revelation twenty two nineteen. Amen. Some of the last words of Jesus Christ in the Bible. Amen. If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Amen. So you know what? I'm going to believe the book of Revelation. I'm going to love the Bible. Praise God. I'm going to believe the word of God. I'm not going to believe myself or somebody else. I'm going to believe the word of God and not somebody's opinion. Praise God. That word is what it is praise God because I don't want my name taken out of the book especially at the end of the road here some of us have been serving God maybe five minutes or 50 years and everything in between amen and it's not how you start is most important but how you finish the race it's how you finish amen so we could have been like on fire, Holy Ghost dynamos for the first you know, part of our walk with God. And then we go, at the end, the end is what's going to count. Amen. Amen. 
How was I doing when I breathed my last breath? What was my spiritual temperature when the trumpet sounded and the rapture took place? That's what's going to matter. You know what's going to matter? Is when I stand before God, like Revelation 20, verse 15 said, and the book was opened, and the book of life was opened, and all that word had no name not in there, it wasn't good. Amen. That's where it's going to be worth it all. Amen. Where they quickly find it. B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. Thank you very much. Woo! What's, what's next? Amen. I'm ready to get in this place. Show me the walls. Show me the streets. Show me the, the pearly gates. Show me this. Where's Jesus? We got to go. To, I want to see everything. I want to know everything. I don't know what's going to be like. But that's, that's my way of thinking. I want to figure it out. I want to see it all. I want to know what really happened in the Old Testament. Amen. Some of that's kind of it's hard to understand a little bit here and there. Show me. Amen. If there's a movie theater up in heaven, I'm going to sit there with a bag of popcorn. It's going to last me 100 years because eternity will be no more. And I'm just going to watch the whole. I want to see what, how it all worked. How it all happened. You know what I mean? Amen. Our name needs to be in there. So, folks, getting it in there is really much easier than keeping it in there. Amen. You can get it in it by doing those simple steps that I talked about. You can repent, be baptized, filled with the Spirit. Your name's in there. Hallelujah. But then there's the fight, the good fight of faith. Then there's a lay hold on eternal life like a wrestling hold. Amen. And not let it go. There's the holding on in prayer and fasting and believing and fighting the enemy and temptation and this and that and all this kind of stuff. Amen. Because I got to stay with my name in there, no matter what. No matter what. Amen. Praise God. I'm not used to my wife being down on the, on the front row lately because of her situation. It's so refreshing that she's going up and down by herself with no crutches. Amen. I thank God for that. Thank you, Jesus. God's a healer. Thank you, Amen. Thank you. Don't let anything cause your name to be removed. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Don't let any other joy be a greater joy than that to cause you to say, well, at least I have this, even though that didn't happen. You just got shortchanged. You just got ripped off. You just got sold a bill of goods. Amen. Satan tried to do it to Jesus. Come worship me. I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. You're not going to get me to get off on that. This is worth it. The world's going to pass away. All the glory that everybody thinks is going to be here forever, it's passing away. There'll be a new heaven and a new earth. But those that do the will of God and those that keep their name in the book of heaven, amen, the Lamb's book of life, shall abide forever with him. Let's all stand right now. Praise God. I just want to challenge all of us to remember what's most important in life as we head into this new year that's going by so fast. It's already the end of January practically. I'm telling you, let's focus on the Lord. Let's focus on the most important things. Amen. Don't major on minors. And don't let the things that 
shouldn't, amen, take precedence over the things that should be the greatest in our life. The true joy, the greatest joy, is you rather rejoice. Thank you, Jesus. He told me, he goes, don't even get excited about the devil's being subject. That, that should be automatic for you guys. You're my people. Rather rejoice. Your name is written in heaven. Rather rejoice. Amen. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.